Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Only Stupid Answers. My name is Sam Basher. Was that the most upbeat for the last? Was that your most like... Hey everybody! Here we go. I tried so. If you were watching my face, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. I, I was totally dead on the face. But the voice for the voice like watching a corpse talk. Boom! <laughs> ready to go. Uh, I'm DJ Woldridge, and this is only stupid answers. Pesting podcast. You could put your little ears into moisture. Otherwise, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you guys are not aware, here's a surprise for you. Mm-hmm. This is my uh, final episode with uh, only stupid answers. All things are good. Just keep getting that out front. <laughs> All things are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just stepping away for new adventures, new challenges, new whatever. Also, uh, my mental health has been in the crapper. So I'm going to go uh, take care of that. Get my get my house in order and it's all good but uh please if you guys have supported the podcast over the years uh hope i hope you continue so to do so uh for mr dj woldridge because he's making a, a amazing content and if you're part of the patreon thank you again for supporting us for so many years and yeah. uh, dj's already got some ep- an episode in the can with uh, a wonderful guest uh and i will tell you that i did take a sneak peek on the youtube channel Ooh. i did i did watch some of it and it was uh, well, I mean, the guest is great. So yes. he's, he's uh, hearing him speak about anything is great. So keep an eye out for future content. Um, and I'm going to be taking a break for a little bit. So uh, I just want to say up top, I'll say this at the end too. Thank you for all the support you've given the podcast for DJ and for myself over the years. I'll never be able to properly thank you, but I, the, the, the best I can do right now is say thank you. Uh, and uh, we're going to be just talking about fun stuff on this episode, do a uh, regular old business, and we hope you enjoy. Absolutely. Uh, D- Hey, did I say, did I do it? Yeah, did you I did. No, you did great. And it's it's funny because I, I thought to myself before going into today that it's like, you know what? I've been feeling um, uh, pretty emotional the past month or so for a lot of, lot of, lot of shakeups around me uh, with people I love. And I was thinking today, I was like, you know what? There's no reason to feel sad, you know, because obviously this is a decision you're making for, for what's best for you. And we're still going to be friends. It really doesn't, we're still going to be friends. Like it's not, it doesn't, we're not working together, but we're still friends. But yet as we start the episode, like I can feel, I can feel the emotion on the, on the corners of my mind. It's like, we're going to muscle through. (laughs) It's going to be okay. (laughs) I uh, just also thank you for being so supportive. It's been a it's been a rough month for I'm uh, for you and for and for me and just yeah it's just it's just hoping for back end of 2020 to be just a little kinder. Yes, I'm kind of hoping. You know, uh, if you if you think of it as like movies as like three acts, right? Normally, in in like a traditional you know, movie that ends on like the the victorious heroes, the third beginning of the third end of the second act, beginning of third act, that's where things are darkest. All right, that's where Jack Sparrow loses his ship and he's got to come back. Uh, uh, and so, like, 
I use that as a reference because this is where I learned about is the commentary for Pirates of the Caribbean. That's how I learned about act breaks and three act structure. Um, so I'm hoping that we're ending. I'm hoping that 2020 is not a five act movie. It's a three act mm-hmm. movie and we're nearing the end of the second act, getting ready to go into the third. Uh, I'm going to turn this ship around. Um, but yeah, this is this, but, but this is a more of a celebratory episode. This is, we've done over 200 episodes. We've gone for four years. We started this podcast out when we were still in the source office, when we we're still working with source Um, and so this is, uh, we've done a lot of cool things. Like I'm, I'm proud of what we've made together. And, and I will also say, um, uh, Vanny is in the chat. Vanny did art, uh, for us. Um, kind of like, uh, com- homage a lot of the stuff we've done and we've talked about. Um, and there's been some talk about our fan group and we got some comments in the discord that touch on this too. And I, and I really am like you were saying to echo what you were saying, very appreciative of our fans, very appreciative of the fan space that we have because the internet can be, um, uh, a pretty toxic place. And I, and I feel very grateful that it, it, as far as what I see from you all, uh, I don't know if you have back channels where you're talking about Sam and I behind our backs, but as far as what I've seen, you guys are really positive, beautiful people. And um, that makes me incredibly grateful and thankful. And I think a big part of that um, is due to you, Sam, because of, uh, I think, coming into this, a big part of, of who you are uh, is is positivity. And I think a lot of where this, this came from was this idea of liking things. Um, and I think that's been a big component to creating a f- fan base that uh, is more focused on the things that they enjoy and enjoying stuff than trying to tear stuff down. Uh, I'll tell you what, I was uh, kind of banking on uh, the delayed emotional response to all this <laughs> <laughs> where like, um, uh, like when you graduate high school yeah. or like you lose a loved one or like even like source fit ended or like you lose a job that you, you, you cared about. It's always like the the clock always ticked at like three weeks. So yeah. like the three week countdown from the thing that happened, I usually is when I'm in the shower and all of a sudden I just ball my eyes out. But I'm getting already emotional. So, ooh wee, we'll see how this episode goes. <laughs> uh, but I, I appreciate the kind words and 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 also uh, you DJ have challenged me uh, to be a better host and uh, and also a better a more critical thinker because like. Sure, it's nice to talk about the things you love, but it's better. It's it's more rewarding to be able to articulate why you love them, um, and uh, and to and to figure out like what aspects of those things that that make something good and make something memorable, and you're able to share that uh, more with the other people that love it. And that's one of the another great thing about uh, our audience is that we're able to learn and grow and and change together. And I've changed and grown a lot with you for the better. So yeah. I. I, I, we're we're being sappy up top. Mm-hmm. We're being too sappy up top. Uh, but I I do want to say thank you, and uh, also I'll be texting you random messages of thanks probably for a couple months. So just be in be uh be ready for that. Oh, um, I, you, and you need to be ready for uh, me texting like, wait, how does this work? What is what is? <laughs> wait, yeah, wait, wait. I'll t- You'll find out that I kind of didn't really know how it worked, but I just watched. I just had a bare understanding, mm-hmm. just a bare minimum understanding. But, and, um, and we'll probably still uh, take a second to to talk to each other about like what conversation. We just won't be doing that on air. We'll just yeah, it'll no, be we'll just, just text for us about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we'll because uh, and also I want to talk about some comics today. Let's do it because um, uh, we're gonna be looking back at uh, all the good stuff uh uh over the past couple of years and also well, let's let's smooth transition right into the good stuff of the week what we're into this week yeah uh if i may 
kick it off, please. I've discovered a new comic series and a new TV show. Let me know if you've heard these before. Okay. The comic series is about people down on their luck. They're they're not living a good life, but a mysterious man shows up with a briefcase. So <gasps> this is the person who ruins your life. And they give you a gun and a hundred bullets. I only read the first story of volume one. And here's the thing. Premise is obviously really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh Liebermayo's art, while I appreciate it, it's very similar to like Mike Mignola for Hellboy, like Eduardo the elements Risa. of that. Eduardo, sorry, yeah, what did that's I say? Fine. You said Liebermayo, which is also a major collaborator of Brian Azzarello, so you're not off base. Does he do one? No, yeah, I'm confused. No. Uh, but um, I was thinking of names you've mentioned <laughs> of <laughs> artists, and that's why I was getting confused. The art style, what was the artist's name? Uh, uh, Eduardo Risa. It's not my favorite. Okay. But that's just a personal preference. Um, but the premise is really good. The first story was really good. And I don't understand why they would ever make a movie of this, why they wouldn't just make a TV show. Yes. Uh, you, that like, feeling will continue to grow as you get as, as the mythology behind it goes. You're like, wait, a movie? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, why would you ever do that? And what did Tom Hardy want to play? I'll get I'll probably figure that out as it goes on. Did he want to play someone who was wronged, or did he want to play one of the mysterious people? There are there are a few characters later on that tom hardy could play once you get i I do recommend um for me i enjoyed the first volume and it wasn't until i got to the second volume that i'm like oh i'm in i'm sold yeah it that's what fables is like where the Mm. first volume you're like it's a it's a murder mystery but with uh fantasy creatures in new york and it's kind of just sets the table but you're like really this is what the book is and then in the second volume you're like no this is how the politics work here and you're like oh this is a mess, and then yeah. it gets good. But Hundred Bullets is really good, and also TV show I checked out. Uh, it was a TV show that was canceled on one network and then moved over to a streaming platform. It's set in space mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Mars, Earth, the Belt. Yes, I watched the first episode of The Expanse. Uh, way more money than I thought it had. It was going to have. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good looking show. Are, the sets are crazy. Who would ever fucking move to the Belt? <laughs> Who would- For real. Who the fuck would ever move there? Yeah. Uh, their bodies are ruined. You mm-hmm. can't go back to Earth. Maybe not Mars either. I'm not really sure on that. Like yeah. Maybe you could go to Mars because it's slightly less intense gravity-wise. Uh, very good. Uh, and I, uh, also, it's um, Sci-Fi, USA, and NBC, like that branch of the uh, Universal TV arm mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh they use a lot of the same actors and actresses. So it's kind of cool seeing some people that I had seen on like being human. Yeah. Shows, yeah. Yeah. That show's really good. And uh, it's actually, if you can wind back to the first episode, the, our main swashbuckling guy who's not captain, but one does is kind of trying to be captain. Yes. Sorry. I don't know characters names. Yeah. He is sleeping with that one woman, uh-huh. blonde woman, yeah, yeah, yeah. blonde woman is, was a uh, 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 love interest on being human with the werewolf person. Nice. Uh, uh, Sam Humph- Worthington. Nope. Sam, Sam Huntington. Yeah, something. He, he played uh, Jimmy uh, Olsen in Superman Returns, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. And which makes sense. He looks like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she's really good. And she played a Nora on that. And then she played Nora Freeze for some reason on Gotham. So there you go. Anyways, a lot of connected tissue. Go check that out this week. Uh, I also wanted to give a shout out to suits shows okay. over uh but uh, uh my girlfriend 
is a big fan of it and she's like just check it out and i'm a big fan of psych and like during that time where like monk and psych and all these things like suits was on the tail end of like that like era of usa programming yeah and it's the same pitch as psych just a little bit more serious where it's somebody that should just go take the test and become the job that they're pretending to do yeah, where yeah, in yeah. psych it's he's a very good detective just take the test to become a detective you know like yeah. just do it instead of but he he can't be pinned down or something happened in his life in suits there's a guy who takes the uh bar exam for lawyers but he himself cannot become a lawyer and they kind of explain that so he works at a place pretending to be a lawyer because he has all the knowledge and he's actually able to solve cases uh and he does good work uh it's the same pitch but uh suits is great very good is that uh, is matt bomer in that no he was on white collar i mix yeah, those two shows basic up thing. i mix those two uh, shows up yeah like and same thing like that was a very popular show made matt bomer marry uh put matt bomer's uh name on the map uh it was really good is Um, that the show is is suits the one with future uh uh uh, princess uh uh married duchess duchess sorry megan markle yeah uh she when she walks on screen i was watching with my girlfriend we're like oh my goodness she's so pretty (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) wait a royal wanted to marry her i'm shocked yeah and you're uh it's so funny because you're just like um Man, imagine going back to what was this like 2011 and just telling her like, "Hey, did you do you know you're going to be <laughs> all entangled in the royals? Yeah, and you're actually going to get one of the royals to leave the family. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> uh, a mess. It's going to be oh, you have no idea. You're gonna, but also the idea of like you're going to have a royal wedding. Mm-hmm. You're you're going to have a royal wedding. Picture that. <laughs> Picture the scale of what a royal wedding is. That's you. Uh, that's you. Uh, but anyway, suits very good. If you wanted, like, it's not. It's very procedural. It's like like a mix between Psych and House. Cool. Uh, the way it works is everyone's like, they're uh, we don't know how to solve this case. It's just too difficult. And then like one like interns like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's just uh, something you know, like some kind of anecdote. And they're like, wait a minute, say that again. Yeah. <laughs> and then they somehow solve Love it. the whole thing. It's Love it. Really well written. Also, it's it, it's a show where you. I, I guess I've just never realized this. Um. It was when I was actually listening to a Brooklyn Nine-Nine podcast where it's like, oh, we were so excited to write a, a cop show because writing Parks and Rec, you had to come up with interesting scenarios for government employees, and that's pretty hard. But then all of a sudden, they're like, wait, we need to actually come up with cases that are hard to solve mm-hmm. and have our people solve them in ways that are very difficult. Yeah. So like uh, the people who are writing suits clearly have a very good working knowledge of the law and also... Uh, like crazy legalese like they they know it like they don't they don't dumb it down it's like the people who wrote silicon valley like they i've never really thought about the fact that like these writers who are probably comedy writers do need to know how like this all works how that some of that Uh, stuff goes yeah yeah and like i I guess it kind of just flies over my head sometimes but i was watching suits i realized that um also uh suicide squad uh issue six yeah i'm in the same place seven six or seven 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 uh really good mm-hmm. uh also tom taylor had deceased hope uh at world's end and that involves some of the suicide squad characters he cool. created teaming up with wonder woman before she turned into a zombie all right uh also i picked up uh, empire is turning out to be super fucking fun cool it's just a, a fun crossover i'm reading young avengers just because it was uh i wanted to i've yeah. never read young avengers before is uh, that an empire thing or has young avengers no, been going back. on oh oh, oh got you original. original got it i was gonna like is there a young avengers book right now because i was i didn't know who the who patriot was and then learning it like he's oh he's related to the original yeah. captain america and i didn't i didn't even know that story yeah. i was like oh It'd be cool if they did this in a movie. Yeah, which, <laughs> which, uh, they, uh, there have been rumors, I think, 
and I think if they don't do this, it's a missed opportunity of discussing some of that in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and especially with Falcon taking on the shield right now. Some of that, I believe the storyline was called Red, White, and Black, and it's based on, in real life, the Tuskegee experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think if they, I feel like it's a missed opportunity. And on the one hand, considering Marvel hasn't really gone that deep with with social issues in their movies so it would be kind of surprising but but also you know you've got falcon taking the shield it's a great opportunity to kind of like unpack some of that stuff mm-hmm. i uh oh by the way someone in the chat's asking a brooklyn 99 podcast it was the good place podcast and they just did a couple episodes or or maybe it may have been a different feed i would but um, i would be surprised if brooklyn, brooklyn 99 doesn't have a podcast like a show show podcast they did like six episodes. Okay, well they're not, uh, and it they're, was Mark Evan Jackson hosting, and he did a very good job. They're definitely not going to do one now. I would bet. <laughs> no, I go. Oh, that's they're going to have to figure out what to do with all of that. Uh, but and I know someone asked about this uh, on on something. They were like, "Hey, what was that podcast?" Sam kept mentioning over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, it's called the Neighborhood Listen with Paul F. Tompkins and Nicole Parker, yes. and they read neighbor next door posts. It's clearly next door or the neighbor app. And uh, they just do improv off of that. And they bring on uh, a lot of funny improv actors like Tim Baltz and Edie Patterson. Mm-hmm. Edie Patterson, you're familiar with from uh, Vice Principals and Real, Righteous no, Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. Oh, my goodness. I just, I always, whenever I hear her name, uh, Monica, I watched uh, Knives Out recently. Like, I, I like probably oh, she, about, yeah. Yeah, probably about a month back. But when she shows up in it, all I can think about is her monologue in the last episode with her yeah. boyfriend. It's just like, I, anyway. Oh, so funny. And uh, if anyone ever says that uh, whatever woke culture is ruining comedy, uh, watch that yes. show. <laughs> watch any watch that oh show. Anyways, uh, but Tim Boltz is her love interest. Nice. Uh, and he is a very good improv actor. He he does a lot of the uh, his characters usually are Midwest youth pastors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he does uh, a lot of there's a lot of good jokes. Uh, they are releasing those episodes for free, but on Stitcher Premium. It's like there's like you can get a month for free and you could listen to the whole two seasons if you wanted to. Like it's it's uh it's very good. Oh, sorry, I know I'm I'm blabbering, but I watched Fargo and we were meant to talk about it. Nice. I watched Fargo. Yeah. Uh great, yes. obviously. Uh gen- very funny. Uh Peter Stormier, right? Peter yeah, Stormier? Peter Stormier, yeah. And uh also we just Taylor and I have just somehow been watching a lot of young Stanley Tucci. Steve Buscemi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Buscemi movies, and just that's a fun, that's a fun category to like or or era to watch Steve Buscemi because he did so many roles where he's just the slimy piece of shit character, and now he kind of just does like Adam Sandler movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's nice seeing him do other stuff. I'm sure you knew this, but did you know that that all they're talking about in that movie, even though they say it's a true story, it's all made up? Yes. I was su- we we after the movie we looked at it, it was like oh we got to know what the true story is and they're like no none of it is. no they it's... wanted to make a based on movie where some of it was true and I was like come on like not even one of the things no what what I think there's also a story about a woman going to try and find that briefcase and I think yeah. that's fake too I think I think that that's a that's a fake story too although I I can't swear to that one because the the story is that somebody saw uh the movie and assumed that the suitcase was still out there somewhere and went to go try and find it that's funny and, and we were we were bummed afterwards like oh do the light to us and um but like i can't be mad at it because the movie is so good uh the guy from shameless uh, oh yeah the, the, lead guy in the movie 
so good. I mean, I just miss him in movies too. Yeah. I don't, I should watch Shameless so I could get my William H. Macy fix, but I always liked him in movies. He always, I don't know what it is. He's, it's, it's the different kind of worm mm-hmm. to Steve Buscemi where he's, they're both spineless yeah. but in different ways where it's just, God damn, they're both so painfully incompetent in that movie. Well, and he especially, can't lie for shit. No. Nope. And especially yeah. with William H. Macy, the, the, the front facing, kindness for but when you look at like because because when you're watching you're like oh he's just kind of an idiot and then you realize like no he is the most selfish but person and also the least good at at actualizing on that selfishness like he he called him a worm it's like that's exactly what he is and and it's crazy how bad the situation spirals out of control yeah, I thought she, I thought the, just I'm slight spoilers. I thought the wife died immediately when she fell down the stairs. And yeah. I was like, I know she's not going to make, I mean, based on the track record and it's a <laughs> Coen Brothers movie, I don't think she's making it out of this, but I just thought she died early on. Yeah. And like shit spiral. It's like, nah, it spirals in, in different ways. Before we go any further, we want to talk about our pals over at Magic Spoon. Sam, uh, mm-hmm. what's your normal uh, breakfast routine? Uh, you know, growing up, it was always just one big bowl of cereal. I, I, I would always go for something with like an almond in it. <laughs> wasn't Classic really fruity. almonds. Uh, I, and I couldn't really do like the chocolate early in the morning, but I, oh, I always liked, uh, starting out with some grains. It felt like if I started out with my favorite cereal, then I was good to go for the rest of the day. Well, then you were doing better than me. Cause for me, a lot of times it was, uh, if I was left to my own devices, especially as a younger person, it would have been pop tarts and that lasted mm-hmm. me. Well, into adulthood. And it wasn't until as I was getting older and I started paying more attention to what I put in my body. And I looked at the um, sugar intake in a Pop-Tart and I was like, oh, no. And I think that's true for a lot of people that grew up uh, eating not cereals with almonds in them or or a grain. Uh, they grew up uh, with the chocolatey or the fruity uh, cereal. It wasn't the best for you. But fortunately, Magic Spoon is here to save the day. Magic Spoon has zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. There are four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. It tastes amazing. It's honestly too good to be true. It is keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Hot dang. For me, uh, when it comes to cereals, I'm always a fan of the cocoa. They're kind of the chocolatey flavor. Sam, do you have a preference? I'd go with Frosted. Ooh, uh, I, baby. I, I, I can stand by Frosted. I can support that. And gang, I think you should try out all these flavors, and you can by going to magicspoon.com slash stupid to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code STUPID at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash stupid and use the promo code stupid for free shipping we thank magic spoon for sponsoring this podcast what are you into this week? well really i not to completely abandon what you've uh uh what you were into something i i think a lot about with fargo because i watched it a couple times is um and an, a sequence i like in that it, which is which goes actually kind of goes back into your the the based on a true story and 100 is not um the mike yanagita incident like that was an yeah. incident they said like we wanted to say based on a true story because in life things just kind of happen and they don't necessarily mean anything and if mm-hmm. it, that gives you it weirdly that gives you a little bit more license to do stuff like that and i remember watching that movie and i'm like what the fuck was up with the mike 
Yanagita incident. Like what, what, yeah. what the fuck was up with that? And for me, I think it goes back to this idea that is the moment for her where she realizes, because when she finds out he's lying to her, mm-hmm. the people are dishonest and which is what causes her to go back to William H. Macy's character and kind of like pull out that thread. But I also like it because it kind of might not mean anything. It might just be a thing that happens, you know, and it I might just, yeah, the, the Coens are such, so good at like this, they, they are unique in filmmakers because a lot of times when I leave their movies, I'm like, wait, what was that about? Specifically in No Country for Old Men, I had to spend a lot, I saw that when I was in college, so I, I had to spend a lot of time unpacking that. And then um, A Serious Man ends on a very kind of ambiguous note. Um, and I, I like that kind of, that, the elusiveness of a lot of their movies. Um, uh, going back to hundred bullets, uh, you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's not your jam. Uh, but I would, if you do keep up with it, I'm very interested in knowing what you think. I would say stick with expanse. Cause I do think that will be something you would be into, but it is definitely one of those sci-fi things that's like, Hey, space is uh, miserable. Space, yeah. space does not want us there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, they make that very clear, like right up top. They're like, this this is stupid. This is genuinely like, I know like we're going to advance and this is what we need to do. Yeah. And this is like, no one really talks about the in-between of becoming like an inter, uh, interstellar uh, civilization, but the in-between blows. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, because this is like, this this is like, uh, well, I know in the Star Trek universe, like the Vulcan just show up and we get their warp drive. So it actually is fine. But like, realistically there's like, you're talking about, there's going to be this transition period. That's going to be awful. Uh, and how have you just watched the first episode? Just the first. So missiles hit that ship and that's the end of that. Yes. Yeah. There's more of, there's more of that. Like when you see how, like when they have to travel real fast, like not light speed, but like extra, the things that they have to do to prepare their body to do that. It's like, good Oh yeah, they did. They did that in the first episode. They oh, don't do explain they? it. Yeah, and you do oh, see the God. the blue stuff in the first episode, uh. like the opening scene, <laughs> and you're like, "This is bad." I mean, I don't know what's happening yeah. necessarily, but like, uh, also, yeah, I don't know. I was going to ask questions, but I'll, I'll just watch the show. Yeah, yeah, keep it watching it. But I, I would love to keep talking with you about it as you watch it because I'm probably going to. Um, uh, Monica and I've been watching Doom Patrol. Um, we've now started in season two. Which, by the way, um, watching the first three episodes not back to back to back and and rewatching and also watching them after having just finished season one the second time enjoyed them more um mm-hmm. because one i because it's so weird season two is on a new network and everything they no recap nothing they just dive right into it um and so there's good kind of remembering where everything was when we left it and so revisiting those episodes i've enjoyed them more um, but we've, as we near the end of Doom Patrol, I've been trying to uh, convince Monica we should watch the Expanse. Deck. It'll be either Expanse or Watchmen, and either one of those is great. Oh, you um, should do Watchmen first. Well, Watchmen that's is also, shorter. It take, yeah, it's shorter. It's heavier. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but it's worth it. It's uh, also it was nominated for so many Emmys. So many uh, Emmys. Also, as we're recording, um, who's who's the lead in Chernobyl? Uh, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. blanking on his name he yeah. just won a BAFTA for best actor I was going to throw a fit because when I looked at the Emmy nomination I didn't see Chernobyl but then I saw that it was last year that it got nominated for mm-hmm. a bunch of Emmys and, and I was like did it win uh yeah I think yeah. it won a bunch I didn't see that I just wanted to see like you should at least gotten nominated I will say a little bit of shade of them I, I don't normally like the oh snubs who cares uh, uh more people from Pose should have been nominated is all I'm going to say about that yeah uh and we'll move on from there but yeah for me um 
uh, talking about the lawyer stuff, I, Mon- Monica and I just watched uh, My Cousin Vinny uh, mm-hmm. recently, which is a really good movie. and made me think you of like, I'd never seen it before. And I know there's that like YouTube lawyer that's like, the movies compared to the actual law. I want to see that for My Cousin Vinny to see how, like, whenever it's similar to Better Call Saul, whenever like the showmanship, like the shenanigans start, I'm like, this can't be something that you can get away with. It just can't be. So I want to see how close it is to like actual lawyering um Mm. but uh but yeah same for comics i read uh uh pulp which is by ed brubaker and sean phillips who are famous for doing criminal and a whole bunch of other comics together really good um highly recommend it's a it's a one-shot small graphic novel so i recommend checking that out also read suicide squad um really good really like what they're doing with it really interested to see uh specifically with ted cord where we're going with all of that I oh. trust him. Like, yeah, I trust. Same. Uh, it, it's also like That's one what... of those characters outside of uh, you know, like it's one of those characters that ha- it has its weird his weird fan base. Yeah, but it's like if you wanted to make him like a shitty CEO that like exploits people, like an actual CEO, I'm like, wow, this could be really cool. It it feels like a Mark Russell kind of thing where you're yeah. trying to like tell a, a a bigger story. It's like, yeah, like why wouldn't they privatize this like oh, why <laughs> speaking of mark uh russell i've uh, been reading billionaire island um and like a lot of his work it's excellent it's fun but it's it 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 really goes for the throat and like the stuff we're dealing with which is uh stressful because a billionaire island is about uh and i it is set in the near future when the world's just going to shit and the billionaires have basically created their own moving island to run away to and you have to have a billion dollars at least in your account to live there um and there's a guy going there to try and fuck shit up and it's great but it's also like when his satire on our culture it's like oh man we're in a tough spot we're in a tough tough spot and so it's uh, but i do if you enjoyed um second coming uh and you enjoyed more of his stuff i recommend checking that out and then uh kill lock ended which was that book about um it was basically a robot suicide squad they're all like if one of them dies they all die and so they have to mm-hmm. find a way to fix that and it ended it, it was really good but it did end on one of those like sequel bait like uh, imagine if we did a follow-up to this and i was like just do it then because <laughs> yeah. because i think the book was well received but i don't know if it was well received enough to get a sequel so just tell me it's like coming back or something i don't know i'll read it i'm mm-hmm. excited about it um what oh constant you haven't been reading hellblazer but you i know you read the most recent issue and you said you enjoyed it uh yeah no i i super dug it i do want to go back and check it out i just haven't i have it honestly hasn't been on my mind until you mentioned it so yeah uh it's well worth no that 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 book the sandman universe uh constantine is awesome yeah so it's super good i highly recommend it if you guys want some like gothic horror um grungy british <laughs> like it's very uh, british very british very like, british um, sometimes you just gotta like uh reading sandman with mm-hmm. neil gaiman writes constantine for like just one issue which by the way that's a it's like early days where like constantine goes to martian manhunter with sand with morpheus and you're mm-hmm. like this we never touch any of these <laughs> you know but he's written so british because neil gaiman's british so they uh write him like that uh also little criticism uh who brian azarello just gonna i'm just gonna ask yeah. uh I, I sometimes feel or i'll mention it in the first story of 100 bullets it's about uh, a hispanic woman yeah Dizzy uh, and um the sometimes i always feel a little weird when 
is Brian Azzarello a white guy? Oh, I was yeah. going to ask oh, a yeah. point blank. Yeah. I, I sometimes feel a little weird when white guys uh, or uh, write uh, characters from quote the hood <laughs> the way they kind of write like the the way they speak yeah i'll just say that wasn't i understood it obviously but sometimes i just feel a little like ah, yeah is I, it okay to do this i don't know if it is i'm more i'm more bringing it forward that i felt uncomfortable by it but i don't know if i should feel uncomfortable well i think i think it's totally fair to feel uncomfortable and i definitely think if you were doing it now it's and it, it's interesting because in comics since you don't have actors um it's trying to penetrate the colloquial way of speaking is more challenging because i think if you're doing a movie you could write it just the way you're going to write it and then let the actor if if it's slang or whatever or or yeah i think there's a there in um hbo's the deuce there's specifically a scene where um it's in the porn industry but they have i think they have a character keep dropping his g's and he's like listen just write it the way you're going to write it and then i'll say i'll decide whether he's going to drop the g's or not you know what i mean um and you can do that in that medium with a with a comic um you don't have somebody performing it uh so it it is interesting like obviously when this comic was written in the late 90s nobody was questioning that i don't think uh yeah uh, or at least like on a on a larger scale but i think if you were doing it now that would be a point of interest i will say that um a big component of um 100 bullets is kind of present to our time now of this idea of a white establishment oppressing people of color and allowing a window of opportunity for those people of color. So it, it is, it's, its aims are more progressive, but I do, you, it is at best kind of a gray area um, mm-hmm. and definitely something that like, I don't know if the, it's something writers that, because you're right, like when you're trying to write, you're a white guy trying to write that community. I, I think the first issue takes place in Chicago. Sounds, I mean, I don't um, remember, but it sounds right. Which is where Azarello hails from. Um, so I, I don't know. It is an, it is an interesting um, point of uh, discussion. But I do, overall, I like um, Azarello's use of dialogue specifically in uh, 100 Bullets. Um, right now he's working on Moonshine, which is a whole different era that takes place in the in Prohibition era. Um, but yeah, if you keep with it, I'll be interested. Like I said, volume two was where it's like, oh, this is what we're doing and I'm all about it. Um, but it is, it is definitely a 100 issue story. <laughs> it sets up, it sets up like, oh, it's going to be kind of an anthology at all. There's only one arc that I can't quite figure out where it connects into the bigger picture. One like three issue like thing. But other than that at all, it's all connected. It's all connected. It's like all what they used connected. to say about Marvel TV shows and movies. It's all connected. <laughs> it's all connected. Till it's, not. <laughs> Til uh, it's not. But going back to the British thing, I've been, I just finished Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol run because um, I got the omnibus for Christmas. And that was another one where like characters like Robot Man and stuff are supposed to be American, but they're, they, they'll they like do a, like a thing of slang. I'm like, oh, that's British. That no American mm-hmm. has ever said that phrase ever in a million years. Um, and then, it's interesting too because the final issue actually focuses on Jane, uh, and it's it's very bittersweet, um, similar in some ways to his Animal Man denouement. Um, and I'll be interested to see if any of that ever factors into the show. But there was a one-off called Doom Force that was his that was just a parody of X Force because it was super popular at the time. Um, and so it he makes a bunch of like parody X Force characters, including Scratch who has like forks and, and knives uh, duct taped to his hands. 
uh, mm. and he's able to dismantle anything. And he's clearly a riff on Wolverine. Um, and there's a uh, uh, another character um, named Flux, I think is her superhero name. Her human name is Danny, so I'm wondering if she's supposed to be a riff on Danny the Street. She is a woman in a white leotard that look has a black pad on her that looks like it could be sperm. Uh, her mm. ability is that she can shape change. So you're like, oh, shape change. Like uh, you become an animal or you become a... No, she becomes like a hole in the ground and robots are fighting fall in and vanish and then she becomes a person, that sort of shit. Um, and she like, and she's a very white girl, but she's Australian and she trained with aboriginals. Like it's a really like very specific riff on what the nineties comics were doing, but it's one of those great satires because it is on one hand making fun of all of it. But on the other hand, it's actually a pretty good version of that. Like I actually would keep reading this comic. It's pretty fun and funny. Like there's a character, um, called Shasta who just becomes a mountain and the whole issue. Everybody's like ripping on him because all he just becomes a mountain he doesn't he can't do anything as a mountain he just becomes a mountain like that's it uh so they they're all ripping on him like being useless and everything uh anyway that was a fun read uh comics are fun our first episode was about comics it sure was it sure was Talked about how you got into comics we had a different logo uh we had one that was not that was not made by somebody that was made by me i just threw like a font in there (laughs) Yeah. Oh, by the way, I did want to say, speaking of comics, uh, Le Sermon de Lampion. Yeah. <clears throat> Everyone say it with me. It's your favorite <laughs> comic. It's a French, uh, Comicsology has been doing a big push for French comics to be on there because France has a, a pretty big history when it comes to, to comics and has a big, had a big, uh, uh, it's been an inspiration for a lot of creators yeah. in the medium, but it's, uh, they push this like young adult. It looks like a Harry Potter book, but it's not a magic book. It's more like, the coming of coming of age like team book of these kids going on an adventure during summertime on bikes uh and i am now challenging myself like once a week to read a little bit of it and when i don't know the word to write down the word then translate it then read it if i can figure it out grammatically if i can't put the whole sentence in to try to translate it and then get it but then i write it down i say it out loud and then i keep going i'm trying to do like a page at a time and then go back and read it and see if i understand it because like a lot of people when they say like when it comes to like learning languages i've always tried to like learn french and i've I've learned like a little bit of it i can understand it more than i could ever speak it or write it yeah um but uh i uh i've been trying to do that challenge because we've had i've had friends who have like uh watched watch like friends uh in french and then would watch it in english so that they could learn english and i was like oh cool so like if you already know all the jokes now you can watch it in english and you can learn what that means yeah uh in a more uh, comprehensive way so i've been doing that i've been reading french comics to try to learn french i love and, it and uh it's been really cool uh but yeah no uh yeah we first uh, time we did the podcast we talked about comics and we uploaded to soundcloud mm-hmm throwback uh hopefully they're doing all right you remember how much okay. pushback we got when we when we left soundcloud uh from oh people 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 were not happy people yeah. were not happy about going from soundcloud but it was it, soundcloud was not good to us man i mean it was fine uh, it was fine to start with but i think i think uh we found a much better home with audio boom mm-hmm, no for sure they've been they've been a big help and they've gotten us you know ads and that's been able to allow us to do some cool stuff and we were able to do like super tv showdown thanks to uh thanks to the patrons and we yeah. were able to like try out new shows and man, we learned a lot of stuff that like we didn't know before. I don't know if it'll be helpful later, but mm-hmm. I know it now. Yeah, uh, we do know. We do know it now. It is, it is weird. Like, uh, uh, the, the business aspect of things. Like you think about like when we were just doing it at, uh, uh, at the source fed offices, we were just, 
just goofing around doing a podcast and then it, then it kind of became its own little like business which is its own it, it, it was a learning it you know what it still is a learning experience <laughs> constantly yeah. like um i wish you could nail it down a little bit better but it's, <laughs> you can't um yeah. and now everyone does podcasts everybody yeah everyone. we started it you know what we were the first ones out there doing it and now everybody saw what we were doing like oh let's get a piece of this action like if you line up the calendar we did it before cereal crazy enough we did yeah, it's insane where accredited actually as an inspiration mm-hmm. weirdly uh, uh, i wish yeah. i could have seen some of that serial money but i'll take the accreditation it's public radio i don't know <laughs> if they even made that much money <laughs> i don't know if they actually let's be honest money. let's not let's we don't know if they made any money but sam i don't know if you've had a check in to a check in what did i just say i don't know if you've had a second to check out uh the discord um but uh we were in there uh asking people to share some of their memories and uh, so I got, if you don't mind, I'm going to go through some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, we got our, our boy Kevin here. Uh, well, Sam's bitter rage towards uh, Transform movies is, is a good one, as well as his ongoing feud with Caitlin. Uh, would never get old. Uh, uh, STS 2884 talks about uh, you being precious of the Flash uh, is a highlight. Uh, is a highlight. Um, Grayson oh, Kyle. Precocious. Preco- uh, he precocious. says precocious, uh, but I think... Well, I, I looked know. it up because I never used precocious in a sentence, mm-hmm. as you could probably tell by how often I, I had to look it up. Yeah. Uh, but by the way, uh, we were talking about this off air about like people mentioned that Transformers episode. I don't really remember that. Ep- I don't really remember a lot of episodes. Not that I didn't care about them, but it's yes. like, man, we've done so many. Yeah. We're over. Well, hold on. Let me look. Let me get the actual number here because I do not remember off the top of my head how many we've done. It's like 200. I'd say we're under 210. No, I don't we've think done- we are. I don't think we are. This will be our 218th episode. How? Now, granted, there are a couple of those. Uh, we started doing those like previews for other shows. I think we did yeah. like two or three of those. So it's it'll be like 215 episodes. Jesus. And we haven't Christ. missed a week. Yeah. We haven't missed a week. We've done we've done some canned episodes that go up a little later than maybe they should have. <laughs> they might be a little dated. Yeah. But overall, like, yeah, no, that's we should be. You should. I mean, that was DJ's uh, push the whole time, and I that's a great thing because I know I've started projects and uh, not been able to keep up with them, and then they just abandoned it altogether. So um, <laughs> I'm glad that like you know we've all done it. Uh, I'm just glad that you pushed for that, and we were able to do that because that's a cool accomplishment. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy that we we're able to keep it up. Um, uh, this long uh and also i think we did a one bonus episode with um split before we had the patreon and then we asked audio boom like hey do, would it benefit us to do more than once a week and they're like no and we're like nope. okay never mind then. all right well we won't do that <laughs> yeah then we won't do that we'll just do it once a week uh brenda also liked um the summer of anime that we did which was all you you spearheading that we had some really cool guests for that um by the way i don't think i ever told people that was a. Uh, I mean yeah we i brought it i brought it to you but that was patreon trying to give us ideas for like how to make new content because we're like we've got no fucking idea mm-hmm. uh, we're we're out of ideas and someone over at Patreon recommended that, and that was a really good suggestion. Patreon's been a big help uh, for a lot of things. They've, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what they're like now as a company, but uh, they've always been nice to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, so so when you said somebody at Patreon, you're not talking about one of our patrons. You're talking about like somebody that works at Patreon. Yeah, they offered to sit down with with me and uh, well us, but like I just yeah. sat down, and took the call, and they they gave some ideas. They're like, hey, this is what's worked for some people. Uh, and I specifically was like talking to like their nerd centric, like mega fan over there. Like yeah. they didn't know our stuff, but they were like, you know, what's great. They're like, we mentioned like, I remember the call was like, we're talking about like adventures or we're talking about comics. And they started mentioning manga. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. They're like, well, you could like, give that a shot and see yeah. if like, 
it resonates with people. And it, and it did. Yeah. It was really cool. Uh, By the way, speaking of the Transformers thing, I did want to mention some of the favorite memories are all the awful movie theater experiences yeah just for the memories where it's like we were sitting in lego batman and a kid behind us was having a full coughing fit and we're like <laughs> think of that now that's frightening yeah yeah um, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah that's a hor- that's very horror movie then, shit it was it was like please cover your mouth kid i was yeah. clearly like i can hear you shoving popcorn in your face choking on it coughing it up and then shoving more popcorn in your face and it's like parents not stop take it away from him he doesn't know how to eat it take it away from him please uh oh danny m says we need to continue my hero academia when they do dubs yeah when they do we'll be around when they do dubs Mm -hmm. i'm not buying country uh also uh going back to the um uh movie theater experiences i I, we had a lot a lot of them prior to when we started getting going to screenings although there have been a couple screenings that have had uh some interesting events happen angel (laughs) has fallen uh hellboy uh, and then X Men um, uh, with Last Phoenix, Dark what Phoenix. Dark's Phoenix. Dark's there it is. Oh yeah, the fire alarm, and they didn't evacuate us. But I also remember <laughs> um, a, a Great Wall, where it's just like, oh, the older, co- oh, that's what oh, person that's- reading mm-hmm. subtitles out loud, so that way they could follow it. It's like Jesus. Christ. I remember Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, man, there was a Ghostbusters movie that we saw. Uh, <laughs> that's just crazy. Sometimes people are like remember the female Ghostbusters. It was like I don't mean this in a negative way. It's like no, yeah, I don't remember I that sure a don't. new Ghostbusters movie came out that's crazy came and went the huge controversy around it for no reason really no no that just a lot of cool people cool guys online being really cool about (laughs) um and their their precious nerdy comedy movie uh yeah no but i remember during that movie an old woman just kicking the shit out of my chair yeah the whole time yeah, no. You know, usually... I think we always had issues with older audience members because we would always go to the the um, um, uh, cheap screenings, the uh, matinees. Yeah, save some money, do it do it early in the morning, and then record for literally right after. I miss. I will say one of my uh, favorite things um, overall is I loved getting the screenings and being able to go to the screenings and be able to see movies like. Because I'm a cheap bastard, I don't really spend a lot of time. Not that I don't love, I really genuinely do love the movie going experience. But um, just being, you know, picking and choosing what I went to and us going to the screeners and not, uh, granted, you know, there's always challenges of like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to, I, Full disclosure: I'm going to start looking into Tenant. There's been there's been stories about you know uh, uh, Tenant doing a limited release in America. Stay tuned, everybody. I'm going to see if we can figure navigate what that's going to look like. Um, but also, I wanted to say because you um, uh, talked about the Patreon thing. God bless you uh, for you did most of the Patreon meetings. You did almost all of the um, uh, ad calls. Uh, and now that I'm having to start to do that stuff, I am not a fan. <laughs> I am yeah, not a fan. Uh, of it. And we, should we talk about what those are like, or should we not talk about yeah, we, what those are like? I'll lightly say. Yes. How would I lightly yeah, yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we do an ad read, we get copy, and that's just words, keywords to say, and then the promo code. Yes. Uh, also, I think this is the same thing for all advertising things ever, not just podcasts. I think like maybe legally or policy wise, you do need to go on a phone call and they have to read you the copy basically. And it yeah. takes about three minutes and yeah. then you're done and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, but they are mandatory phone calls. You have to go on. So yes. it's just, and you like have to schedule someone. them. And then one of the, one of the uh, people from, from the company, it's, it's a whole thing. 
Oh yeah, it's uh, it, it's not a, it's not super fun. It's not the worst, Mm-mm. but it is not great. And it's also um, a waste of time. It is. <laughs> but uh, good luck. Uh, yeah, thank <laughs> you, are, thank you for that. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, yes. So movies were great. Screening. There's a lot of really cool screenings we could do. I think up there are Avengers Endgame. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Um, coolest, coolest ever. Uh, Spider Verse. Yeah. Uh, really fucking cool. Mainly because no expectations really like i knew it was like this is probably gonna be good because it looks cool i like miles like i like the lord and chris miller um the music's really good already you know like i just don't know um also name a movie that has an original soundtrack with an original song that's incorporated in the movie that ends up being really good yeah. I just think of like uh, suicide squad and like early aughts action movies that have like this like uh, like a like some big pop star made the album for it Re- disregarding prince doing all the music for batman all right <laughs> throwing that out the window I'm not mentioning that but when like sunflower came out you're like oh i don't know if this is gonna be that good i don't know if i really like the song but then when i heard it in the movie i'm like i eh, know i mm-hmm. i really like this song a lot so spider verse was really cool because leaving that movie that was i think it's the only movie going experience where we were like fuck i want to watch that again yeah right and the cool now. thing was like literally everybody because uh, there's been a few times where we'll come out of a movie where you and i'll be like yeah that was pretty good and then everybody around us is just like that was the worst piece of trash i've ever seen you know um that was a time where we all came out and ev- everybody was just amped like everybody was stoked uh so i remember like we talked i think we we talked a little bit with like coy and hector after and it was it was a really cool experience yeah and uh i mean most fun uh everyone's writing it in the chat fantastic fest just because yeah. we were able to meet a lot of you guys and uh do like and we did fun meetups uh emerald city comic-con was really cool speaking of do you remember the bathrooms yeah okay I so do. i looked that up i now i was wondering like what is this because i was like weird bathrooms uh seattle convention center and immediately a million things popped up yeah so when we <laughs> i had to use the bathroom and so did dj yeah. and when you walk into the seattle convention center like immediately there's a men's men and women's bathroom. Yeah. The women's bathroom. Cause my girlfriend was with us, went in there and they're not like this men's mm-hmm. bathroom. Sorry. Uh, for some reason, uh, there were, there was a big stall, smaller stall urinal. And there were four, like three foot by three foot holes cut into all the walls of the stalls. <laughs> yeah. And the doors weren't all, didn't go all the way up. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a beach bathroom basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't make yeah i couldn't do it i couldn't do that mainly because i was eye level with the guy's crotch who was using the urinal yeah. and dj was sitting next to me it was like this feels like I, I, it's too intimate i yeah. can't do this um i looked it up why those because everywhere else in the convention center it's regular bathrooms yeah uh those are specifically for those are open 24 7 and they're open to the public so oh. no rain or shine anyone can go in there and use them and the holes are there because of drug users got so it, got it got so you can look in and see if someone needs help mm-hmm. and then get and get help so i was like okay. oh that's kind of sad yeah. but I, I had to look that up because we finally had an answer why mm-hmm. those bathrooms were so a weird great bathroom mystery yeah seattle yeah. was a great was a great trip fantastic fest is always a great trip in fact finio here in the chat says uh for osa the first thing that popped in my head was the weird movie i'll describe at fantastic fest where some boy turned inside out at the end and it ended up like hang in there johnny and what you're talking about is violence voyager which was what are the, it was like the midnight movie on the first night. And so yeah. we were all tired and everything. And I've never seen in my entire life a more fucking bizarre movie. And I will never forget 
uh, the intro the person gave, which was like, all the liquids are real. And it's like, what? In this f- animated movie. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? And yeah. I can't remember why we decided Violence Voyager was the one we... I'm, I'm not... I, I am grateful in the long run. I just can't remember why that was the one we decided to go see. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's a hang in there, Bobby, by the way. That's oh, okay. The like, hang in there, Bobby. Hang in there, Bobby. Uh, I can't describe what it is. I don't <laughs> know why the things are the way that they are I don't, uh, in that movie. I don't really remember the story necessarily. Like, I kind of have bits and pieces, but I don't remember why they were turned into, like, they had speakers for eyes. Yeah. And they got turned bleak. inside out. And it was a bleak things. movie. Yeah, and like all those kids died. Like yeah. I don't remember why. I don't remember why that happened. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That was always fun to like wake up in the morning and do coverage of that kind of stuff because yeah. it was weird. By the way, speaking of that, I look movie I will never shut up about Three Foot Ball and Souls yeah. uh, is on Japanese Netflix, <laughs> and I am desperately trying to figure out how to watch that. Yeah. I don't know how. I know there are workarounds. But I don't. I don't want to break the rules. <laughs> but I want to watch that movie. It is literally nowhere else. But it is now on Japanese Netflix. So for all of our listeners in Japan, yeah. there's a lot of you. Go watch that movie. We please. should get uh, it enough. We should get Raina to watch it. Please. Yeah. Uh, uh, you should hit her up, and then she can watch that movie because it's great. Um, but yeah, we got to see some pretty fucking bonkers movies. Remember that Cannibal movie with the volleyball players? Yeah. Yeah, did you watch that one. That was a good did one. You watch, did you watch Bad Black with us? No. Oh, uh, the Ugandan uh, Wakaliwood. Uh, I have Wakaliwood is uh, the Ugandan uh, village where they uh, built their own camera, built their own computers, and they make their own movies. You've, if you've ever seen memes, the meme where it's like, "Why are you running? Mm-hmm. Why are you running?" and that woman's running away. That's their movies. Nice. <laughs> that's the movies they make. Uh, yeah. So please. Um, uh, go watch those movies. They're f- all their movies are free on YouTube, nice. and they have VJs, uh, video DJs, who just talk over the movie to explain it because uh, they all have subtitles, and a good portion of the population is illiterate, so they they need some. They they have these comedy guys to explain what's happening in the movie and comment on it, which is crazy. But like uh, watching the movie that way made it highly entertaining. It made That's it very awesome. very funny. Uh, a very good joke. Solid solid humor. Um, so definitely worth uh, worth checking it out. Uh, what were some of your favorite movies from Fantastic Fest? From Fantastic it, Fest? Oh my or at least goodness. viewing experience. Because, you know, by the way, we never finished Bad Genius. That uh, I think it was it was Southeast Asia. I don't really want to guess on what the country was. I yeah. thought it was Vietnam, but I could be very wrong about that. And see, I thought it was uh, Korean. We're both racist. Uh, but it, it's a, it, it is a like a heist movie, but it is based on the real uh, scenario where these these students stole the answers for like the big test that gets international students into us colleges. They somehow stole it and like printed it on pencils and then shipped the pencils to that country in like mere hours before the test. And they, they somehow cheated on it. It's crazy. It's genuinely insane. Uh, It's on Netflix and it's on our Netflix and you can go watch it. And I've wanted to watch it for a while. Um, For me, uh, I do remember, I think this was my first year was uh, brawl and cell block 99. Oh, uh, sweet Christ. That which was is cool on Amazon Prime. Uh, and, and that was, it's Vince Vaughn. Um, and uh, that was a great experience. I also think about um, The Night Comes for Us. 
because uh, yeah, that I, I was screaming like a little little baby. Yeah, and that was that was like I. In fact, I think AV Club just did a write up on it of like because they do do like a daily recommend or whatever, and they're like this movie makes the raid movies look like kindergarten, and it's like yep, yep. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, that there was an action movie that came out this year with Winston Duke and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yes, and they were like Spencer or something movie. something. Yeah, and they were watching um, other action movies on. Uh, Netflix and they showed them Fast and Night at the beginning. They were showing like one of like the most violent scenes. And they're like, holy! They were like, yeah. they, it was so funny watching other people lose their minds and get physically ill by that movie. It's like, yep, <laughs> that's why this movie is awesome. Yeah, that was <laughs> that that experience. That was a very electric uh, uh, experience at Fantastic Fest. Damn, man! Now that you you've asked me, like I remember, like uh, I, Fantastic Fest has always been fantastic i you know what i mean like just even just being in austin um and and just being able to visit that community has been really cool i'm bummed i don't think there's been an official announcement but there's no way they're doing fantastic you know it's canceled okay i was gonna say they 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 didn't i did look it up just because i was curious they they did cancel so now tickets are on sale for next year okay yeah here's hoping that we figure out next year man I, i i've only got uh, at the beginning of this, I only had a few months of this in, in me, and now it's like I, I by the end of this year, we need to have this this shit sorted. Because I, boy, anyway, let's get back to some of the some of this these Discord thoughts. Because now we've gotten to your uh, arch rival. I think it's fair to say, Caitlin Conway. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my whole thing is arguing with Sam, but for today, I'll just say I appreciate everything you've done with OSA and for being a part of making this community so wonderful. Well, I'll miss you, but I wish you the best. Also, fuck chilies, XOXO. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen a chilies in oh, I don't know how long. It's yeah, been so long. I hope they're doing okay. There's <laughs> I hope like chilies like, is doing all right. Like I think they said, like California Pizza Kitchen. Don't quote me on this, but mm-hmm. like filed for Chapter Eleven, and you're just like, yeah, it's just everything I love. <laughs> just <laughs> everything's going gone. away. Hey, do you remember our first uh, meeting at California Pizza Kitchen? And there's a little green cricket in your. Not sure to was. disparage the California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> They gave me a new thing. They, they gave did. me a new give pizza, you a new but thing. that that was when we were. Uh, that's when you pitched uh, only stupid answers. Yeah. That's when we did it. That was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I still, I, I still love the establishment. Not that specific one, uh, and I won't say which one it is. Mm-hmm. It's in L.A. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no, that was those are good memories. Um, but man, we also tried like good food. In I remember the food we had when we went to Emerald City Comic Con. We did not have the great Airbnb that I thought we were booking. <laughs> you, uh, your bed. I don't know if it all to- totally touched the ground. <laughs> I don't <laughs> if I, think it did, I but it, you worked I out. It worked it out. And uh, yeah, and uh, but and also we basically had bad. No, no, no. We did. Yeah, we had bad Airbnb experiences all three times. The first time was it wasn't a real. It our place got uh evicted yeah. because it wasn't supposed to be in that apartment building then we got a cool house yeah and that was that was cool second place oh the second I, place i walked okay this is on me too in one of the emails it listed which condo in a block of condos it was and i walked into the wrong one to be fair i'm wrong there yeah i messed up to be fair it was the same code yep. to get into both of them. Yes, so it I was. Feel, so I think a really good way for me to figure out if it was not the one to go into was if the code was wrong. They were like, shit, we got to go over to this one. You know, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't, then we would have walked somewhere else. So we had 
strangers walk into our house at 11 p.m. at night mm-hmm. and uh, probably couldn't sleep great the rest of the trip, just being totally candid. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the last place, there were critters. Oh, the there were critters. There were critters. There, there was definitely in something the, in the, like, the in little the crawl space above us. Oh, my God. That was really hard to sleep through. I'm a heavy <laughs> sleeper. I'll tell you what. Uh, I uh, yeah. So I think unanimous. Besides the house we got after the mess up in the first one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That house was dope. No problems after that. Oh my uh, god. We had a cool. We had a cool bathroom. Uh, we had a yeah. cool backyard. Yeah, we, we should cool try and kitchen. get that house again. I do. I hopefully. I looked for it so many times. Oh man, it's even hard to think about over a year from now. I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. gonna start getting depressed if I start thinking that way. Let's. Uh, blah blah blah. Also, um, J Shark in in the Discord chat says I'll never forgive Sam for slandering metal lips, um, which reminds I'm me I'm gonna keep doing it. Dude. <laughs> I can't help it. Which reminds it. me that we had a Twitch show for a second. That was we weird. Did. That was hard. Yeah. That was the most difficult thing we ever did. That was really hard. <laughs> that was a really hard thing to do because we were doing a lot. Uh, Finn, you're we trying to make it. We we're trying to make it like super TV, but then it had like news. And we we're trying to make yeah. YouTube videos. And we we're doing gaming content, and we were trying. Even though Roxy's a pro gamer, we did have to teach her a lot about. Games. We did have to teach her a lot about games, uh, which is weird considering her profession as a pro gamer. But. Um, Two two main ones I want to get into. Uh, I Sam, if you have a second, I do recommend you just going through the Discord and reading some of these. Oh, no, it's all looking, very yeah, yeah. it's all very sweet and lovely. But we have Finu again. He said SourceFed, I believe, was a good news channel. Seeing Sam cameos, then hosting FHP was a cool progression. Then seeing him become more involved in um, SourceFed videos and eventually Nerd and then OSA was a fun journey to see him and DJ. Are the reason I made the jump to Hero Media, the comics. Being Sam's age also made me want to support his and DJ's endeavors. I'm not active here, but I'm glad to be a part of OSA. And he also wanted to comment on you uh, getting into Kingdom Hearts and realizing how not great it is. Uh, But that was fun, too. And then I also wanted to read. uh, Maggie wrote something a little bit lengthy, but I did want to read it. Um, I can never thank Sam and DJ enough for the support uh, they've given to the people in this community. It's not very often you see people with uh, uh, quite big internet followings take the time to really get to know their fans. It's uh, lovely that you think I have a big following. (laughs) Uh, Know their fans and become friends with them. It's also so telling that in a notoriously toxic part of internet culture, they've managed to bring people into a community who are so very kind and supportive. I have so many fantastic memories when it comes to Sam and this group. Uh, a couple that come to mind are the Stranger Things Season 2 all-day watch-along, uh, the weekly Twitch show, the Skype hangouts, and the meeting uh, and meeting all at House of Secrets in L.A. I've often admitted that I'm not always into everything you've discussed on, discussed on the podcast, but I've been supporting and listening for so long because of the wonderful boy people who have always uh, made me feel like this. Moist lawyer will always have a place to be myself. Sam, I wish you all the luck in whatever you decide to do next. You've brought me and so many others years of entertainment and laughs. And along the way, we've gotten to know the beautiful and extraordinary man that you are. And there's a little heart. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I thought that Maggie's been such a, a wonderful part of our community. And I thought that was a lo- lovely little message. I wanted to pass that along. Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, thank you, Maggie. Thank you, everybody. That was very sweet. And I'm really embarrassed that I was wearing those jeans in that photo. <laughs> uh, you know what? Motor- it's those motorcycle like <laughs> ridges, you know? They're like. <sighs> uh, also, so what's funny is I think I'm we- wearing literally the exact same outfit in that picture that I'm wearing I, right now. I mean, the shir- I hope you're not wearing jeans during a quarantine. Oh, is it jeans? No reason I thought it was the shorts I'm wearing. No, I'm yeah, not wearing no, jeans. No reason to wear jeans. It's way too fucking hot right now to be wearing fucking jeans. 
Um, I have that same headband though, and uh, man, I feel awful for not remembering the, the the gentleman's name who's behind us because he was also at like a lot of our press screenings. I feel very bad for not remembering his name. He, I don't think believe he's active on our Patreon, and I don't even believe he listens to the podcast. But he was always a very nice guy whenever we got to run into yeah. him. Do you remember his his friend? hated basically any movie we saw yeah. <laughs> just yeah, like yeah, yeah. whenever we walked out of any movie he was like i don't know i'm yeah. not coming and i was like well, why are you here yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. just like all these movies um thank you thank you maggie that was very sweet of you and thank you uh, uh as well to Pinyo and everyone who's writing really sweet messages and caitlin i know you're saying fuck chilies but it'll it, chilies will get you <laughs> we'll convert you one of these days remember us um that was very sweet uh and thank you for all the kind comments uh wendy s is saying if you go to fantastic fest 2021 you may be able to hook up with Aus, uh aust one in dodge is he moving there let us know in the in the chat i'm just kind of curious austin uh, and austin man i have not i have not seen austin he, he's he's like a woodland fairy like he we went away and now i don't i i've heard i hear tell of his adventures but i've never seen him since yeah, he. Uh, I, I know that he held a wedding for uh, Sam and Pat on Animal Crossing, and they streamed it on Twitch. Uh, Great, that was really cute. And yeah. I know that uh, if you guys follow Pat and Sam, they 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 had their wedding recently. And uh, congrats to, to them. Uh, congrats to them. And I know it was way smaller than what they wanted, and like there's barely anybody. Like there's not the people they thought were going to be there. Uh, I, I'm bummed. I, I wasn't. You know, like I'm bummed that like. Couldn't have made it a bigger thing, but it's quarantine, and I understand. But they've yeah. always been very supportive people. Austin, uh, Pat, and Sam, like, um, just there's a good gang over there. That was a that was a cool time to have that studio to be able to go there and yeah. work. Um, yeah, we had. By the way, I don't know if we ever talked about it. We got to work in a studio. That was a, we had an arrangement with the Life Noggin Boys, and uh, that was that was pretty cool. They, yeah. I appreciate them letting us do that. Yeah, that was uh, those were those were good times. It was right by my comic shop. Yeah, that was cool. a lot easier yeah and mm-hmm. also it's uh uh well we can't be too specific i mean no one no one's working there now but just no. for the sake of it but we, I mean, i'm sure somebody's of... working there now we just don't know yeah <laughs> and uh, i'm sure people in the audience like i'm pretty maggie i know your friends with like austin and them so you know where it was but yeah. like um and jimmy and stuff but uh it was near a lot of like cool la landmarks yeah so that was always really cool um but anyways yeah that was the that was a cool time and uh yeah, and remember when we tried to make your apartment like ready for video? So we we put up that like room Dear divider God. with the. Do you still key. have that divider? Uh, it's in storage. Okay. I should just throw it right in the. <laughs> we it's been too many years. I haven't used it. You yeah, know, like, yeah, I don't. We never, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, I might. I might hit you up about the. Uh oh, this is just for the podcast listener. I might hit you up for that brick facade. We'll see. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I might. Can, hit you. I will happily give that. To <laughs> yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been it's we it's weird because it's like, uh, again. I was getting ready to do like goodbye, but it's not, it's not goodbyes for me. I'm going to see you again. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But, we're uh, going to be talking about comics. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's dude. Thank you for doing this show with me, um, for making this show happen. It would not, could not, um, have happened in any other way. Um, uh, without you, uh, definitely would not have been as, as successful without you. Um, and I think the hardest part for me, and I've, I've said this too, is it's, it's tough. Cause it's like that the appeal of this job was being able to do this with my friend and just talk to my friend every week, uh, or a couple times a week about the shit we like to do and the shit we like to talk about. Um, and so uh, for, it'll be different. 
you know what I mean? It'll be it'll be different. But for those listening, uh, do stick around. Um, uh, the show will be going on. I'm going to be having on guests every week with with um, uh, extra uh, podcast episodes on the Patreon as we kind of, and I, I'm going to be communicating with you all on the Discord and Patreon as I try to figure out what we want to do and what we want this community to look like. Um, but, uh, and, and I think it'll be great and, and we'll have a lot of fun, but it, it won't be the same. And, um, and that aspect of these things, uh, I, I will really miss. And it's also kind of a bummer that it's, it's happening. Like I was telling you before we went on, I was like, I want to have cake for you and I want to do a thing. And it's just, that's, that will have to be postponed like so many other things. Um, but, uh, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. No, I well, just to piggyback off that, like, while that would be nice, what I'd want more than anything is to like, you guys just keep supporting DJ because I like we're 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 uh, patting each other on the back a lot right now, but it's it's true. Like this wouldn't be here without DJ, and uh, uh, and like I said earlier, like I, I become a better host and a, and I'm more appreciative of not the just the medium of comic books but of movies and TV shows because of your knowledge and your and your love and uh and your critical thinking skills and like it's just you're very articulate and i i i have strived to be more myself and try to use a few more five dollar words <laughs> because of that and so and, and while it would be fun to have like uh, be, be nice to have a, a bigger to do with this with this moment i i'd, I'd rather not you know i'm per- personally per- yeah. for myself i personally i wouldn't because i i i'd I'm moving on, but this podcast is still going and it's still got uh, amazing support from amazing listeners and it's being hosted by an amazing individual. So I, I, and I, that's what I, I, I'd want it just to keep on trucking, not to wave away, you know, that things are changing, but I, I just like it. I, I, I just never like uh, making waves, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like to make waves just to be completely transparent. Don't like making waves. No. Um, And I appreciate all that, man. And, and truthfully, like, um, saying I've made you a better host is incredibly flattering because you are such a talent on camera. Um, and, um, and there's a reason that I think you, we don't need all this. I think you started, you were basically an intern at first friend. There's a reason that you got to where you got. You know, and there's a reason that on your new endeavors, the things that you're pursuing now, you'll get to where you get there and you'll be successful there and you'll, you'll excel there. Um, and it's because of, uh, who you are and it's because of your positivity. Um, and you talk about, and, and I, and I do think like, as I look at the more meaningful relationships in my life, um, there is a, a mutual improvement society i guess and so it it honors me to say that that i've improved you and i can guarantee that you've improved me as well um and i think uh and not just the job stuff but it's part of just being a person just being a better person um and so uh very grateful for that and to um tie this back to the lovely people at home leaving hearts in our chat or whatever invest in those people in your life that do make you better it's not always about thankfully and gratefully sam and i there there is a there's a the venn diagram of our interests are very very aligned um but beyond that 
people that make you better, people that bring out the best in you, um, to bring out the old term, iron sharpens iron, um, invest in those people in your life. Um, and I'd like to thank um, some of the people in this group. I know some of you have become friends. I'd like to think this group brings out the best in each other because when things are so fucking hard right now, um, don't lose sight of those things that make you better and try something I'm struggling with currently is not letting the, the negativity pull me down, focus on the positive. So in, in that sense, um, very excited for Sam, all your endeavors in the future. Um, and very grateful for what we had here and what we've done here and, and excited that, um, the people that are the, the community that's here now will be with me on that journey because I'll need all your help. It's figuring out what we're doing. I'll need all your help to figure out what you want and what we can do and all that stuff. Oh, I, I believe in our audience. I believe in you. And I know it's going to be, I know it's going to be some killer content. I already saw what, like I said earlier, like I saw what you were doing for next week and it already looks great. And so just keep supporting him guys. Uh, and I've been like taking a break from social media. I'm going to just keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will put, I'm just, cause it's for my own mental health. Like sometimes whenever I do like check in and look, I'm like, my brain just kind of like starts to spiral. Yeah. Completely honest. understandable. So, um, I'm just going to keep doing that. So you might not hear from me for a while, but I, I just want you to know that I appreciate you guys. And, and I, uh, whatever comes next, uh, it will, all good things will lead back to my time here with DJ, uh, my time spent with him and my time spent with you guys. The truth. That's the truth. And so enough, uh, uh, uh patting ourselves on the back. I want to say jerking each other off. Yeah. <laughs> enough, enough, enough of that. Enough, enough of that. that. Enough of that. That's, yeah. um, that's for, for patrons only. Um, yeah. that, what, what is it? Only fans, whatever that thing. Only anyway, fans. Only fans. Only fans. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Sam is taking a break, but I do recommend uh, following him at Sam Basher for, uh, if, when, when he comes back, uh, for what he's doing next. Uh, you can follow me at DJ Talks Trash. Um, and as always, uh, you can follow uh, the podcast on Twitter at Only Stupid Answers. Yank out the vows from stupid. I never get to do the other side of that. So yeah, I, it's fun to do the other side. It was weird because I didn't intend to reverse it, but I, I, I thought about uh, bailing out and whatever. But I was like, well, let's just, well, this is this is what's happening. Let's go do it. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, you can check out patreoncom slash Only Stupid Answers for more exclusive content. We're going to be retooling that um uh, over the next few weeks uh, a lot of updates and i'll keep you all updated um for that so just stay tuned stay tuned love you guys uh and i'll i'll, I'll see you around <laughs>